if they number one, then now we number one, according to Rankins. But we don't want to take none of that. We want a, a good game against a good team, and we're still humble, and we don't want to be ranked. We want to be out of the top 25, because we're still hungry. And when we're hungry, we eat. Welcome to the fire and ice pit pod. What's up, Ken? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. We are freaking back and better than ever. We have a special guest. Yeah, we do. In the building. This is a collabo in the likes of like Jay-Z, Kanye. Well, Jay-Z seems like he has a collabo. Jay-Z, Beyonce album. Jay-Z, Linkin Park album, which was trash. And Jay-Z R. Kelly, best of both worlds. <laughs> Jay-Z R. Kelly should not be mentioned. They had two. They had Collision Course, too. I don't know why I know that, but that is a terrible album as well. Oh, dear. We have in studio today at the island, Evan studio. from the Red and White Podcast. What's up, man? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, welcome, man. We're excited to talk to you and make you look kind of silly up here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Evan's uh, knowledge level of NC State Athletics is uh, probably four times what I have, maybe one and a half times what Kent has. Maybe I'm underestimating Kent's knowledge level. but Or over. <laughs> or overestimating. <laughs> Evan, uh, Evan has a fantastic podcast. Anybody that listens to this, I guarantee knows about the Red White Podcast because he's pimped us a couple of times and we've thanked him for that. And uh, he's here tonight to kind of do a little bit of a collabo podcast. We're going to do a little bit of a Gator Bowl recap. We're going to recap the game that we all kind of just watched together, the Miami game basketball-wise, preview Carolina, and, of course, give you the six-pack that you're looking for. So um, first off is uh, what are we drinking, Evan? <clears throat> I got this hop hash, uh, a bush light, Your and voice is a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. <laughs> Too much uh, IPA in here. That's quite the <laughs> random assortment of beers right there, man. <laughs> it is. He's uh, triple fisting, as the kids say. This is actually pretty good. This hop hash. I hadn't had it before. Sweet nice. water. Uh, Atlanta, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I've got this 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 great beer out of uh, Tampa, Florida. Um, Cigar City Brewing. Shit, I, I had the name of it earlier. And I can't remember. <laughs> You're not going like, to be able to pronounce it. J. Ali. No, that's not nah, right. Let's try again. High eye, high high lie. I think. I think. Think it's a sport. Yeah. Apparently, Jackass played it and threw stuff. uh, (laughs) They invented it, right? Jackass. Steve O invented the high lie, and now he has his own craft beer. That's actually quite tasty. That's his brewery, actually. Steve O had a Cigar City brewery. Yeah, I figured we had to have something good out of Miami or out of Florida when I was buying this. (laughs) At the point in time when I was buying it, we were down by like seven or eight in the Miami game, and. I came back into my car and we're up three. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> I've got a uh, Four Hands Brewing Company chocolate milk stout. Uh, before the podcast, I was being a, a giant pee and uh, was worried that this thing has some lactose in it. <laughs> and uh, it would mess my tummy up. And uh, Wouldn't we'll, that be something? We had to take a shit break during the middle of the show. <laughs> we, we shall see. If you if you hear Ken and Evan talking a lot, it's because I've exited the island and I'm in the bathroom. So oh dear, that's what we're great. drinking. Getting off uh, to a great start tonight. <laughs> we are back uh, again. We thank you for following, liking, subscribing. 
subscribing on iTunes is, is always a huge deal. Five-star reviews are welcome, but if you want to give us less than that, we get it. So uh, follow us on Instagram at FireIcePackPod, Twitter at FireIcePackPod. Easy enough. Yeah. So our Twitter followers are going up to by ones every day, which is yeah. great. So we yeah, appreciate, we appreciate like the new followers. 65 or something like that. Yeah, that, that's uh, almost to my personal Twitter account, which is depressing. <laughs> <laughs> so... We're uh, so oh, definitely dear. look for us there. We're also on Spotify, as we always say, and we're of course on SoundCloud, Evan's favorite podcast hosting site as well. Um, everything else, I don't know. Everything else is trash. So, so one thing about you last week, you said you were going to start tweeting and playing on Instagram, and we didn't see any of that. <laughs> my uh, my social media has been down. We even had somebody <laughs> at you. In a comment, and you didn't respond. Somebody added me? Yeah. I did not see that. I will tell you this, is, and I do have in the rundown, will Twitter at rent. So, I have an Android phone because I'm trash. Wait, Evan? Android. Okay, we're both trash. <laughs> have, he have an iPhone. My Twitter app that I use on my phone is called Plume. P-L-U-M-E. It is not a sponsor, but it is fantastic. It is a great Twitter I've used for the past couple of years. I had to switch down. It went down. So, I had to switch to the official Twitter app. In the Twitter app, I don't know if it is garbage for you, Evan, but that app is absolute trash. If I'm scrolling down my feed, I'm seeing a, a tweet from three minutes ago and then from 34 minutes ago. And then it's six ads, and then it's a tweet from one minute ago and then two weeks ago. Is that is is that or just me? Yeah, no. So Twitter's locking down the API for external um, apps. Okay. And so I'm sure Plume was a casualty of that one. Uh, you know, they bought. Uh, tweet deck a, a while back. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. I used to use that when I had an iPhone. Uh, but no, mine's mine's garbage too. It's all out of order. It's it's super frustrating. In case you missed this, yeah, I hate that. I always yeah. click that show less often, and they still show it. It still shows the, it all the time. It's I can't time. understand yeah. why people use that. Yeah. And it's like, a good I just want user chronological order, and they won't care. Yeah. yeah. So Plume, when you do it, is three minutes, two minutes. I mean, it, it, you're gonna see it in a feed. So that was my rant. Tw- Twitter, redo your app. You're not listening, probably, but you're trash. They might be. <laughs> So, uh, getting through all that, let's talk about the Gator Bowl. Do we have to? Yeah, no, no, no. no, thanks. <laughs> all right, we lost. So, the Miami win was, uh, was pretty good tonight, fellas. So, we got to talk about it because we previewed it. We were both irrationally high in confidence about this game and don't know that we should have been after that, was it 52 to 13? Yeah. yeah, we scored 45 unanswered, which is pretty remarkable. <laughs> 45 to nothing run. We had a lead at one point. We did. We did. Yeah. I was excited. Where did you guys watch? Well, Kent, we know where you are. I and was in the stadium, bro. Oh, you're in the stadium. Yeah. Is this the part where you talk shit to me because I wasn't there? Yeah, I, was, I kept kind of waiting for you to, to come on <laughs> in. And it's like, hey, man, where you at? And I'm, I'm never happened. I'm not going to lie. I thought he was going to show up. The I did too, the man. Podcast. He's like, I might come down. And I was like, well, I'm like, oh, that's cool. It wasn't yeah, a cliffhanger. No. I knew I wasn't going to go. Yeah, well, thanks a lot, asshole. <laughs> no, it was fun, though. I had a good time there in Jacksonville. I, was, I mean, I had a good time. Evan, you watched it at the crib? Oh, yeah. I was at the house, man. Yeah. It's New Year's. Like, I'm lucky to stay up past, stay up past 10 o'clock. Did you make it to 12? Yeah. Oh, barely. barely. Were you pounding bush lights? I had one. <laughs> Just pounded. I pounded it. The beers in the game were pretty high. <laughs> really, concessions yeah. at a bowl game were high. Yeah, they were. Kind That's of, different. The one really, really uh, shout to the Jacksonville Stadium was they had uh, green patch peanuts, bold peanuts in a uh, oh, crock pot. Oh, in a, 
See, I'm a I'm a cold boy peanut guy. Dude, they were pretty lit, man. And okay. they gave you like this huge two cups, so you had one for yourselves and one for your peanuts. Oh hell yes! Yeah. Did you go Cajun or Green style? I went Cajun. Okay, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a green I'm a guy. Fan I'm a green Cajun, cold. Man. They were delicious. Cool. Yeah. Any other thoughts from the stadium before we get into the game at all? I mean, we had a we outnumbered them. In really? Regards to like our fans, huh. so that was cool. Yeah. They didn't show any. Crowd shots on TV, so you I didn't feel like tell. I saw it either. Like you could see the end zones weren't crowded, but you couldn't see the sidelines. I was like, I wish they would have shown. Yeah, to show up. We showed up. It's the one, nice. the one thing, because going to the um, the game back in two thousand and two, that was you know drastically different was the crowd. Yeah, because in two thousand and two, like they sold the upper decks. Mm-hmm. Nobody was in the upper deck at all. So I, that was interesting. But I mean. 15, 16, however many years ago, and I think the bowl game experience has kind of changed from a kind of a fan like excitement level. Yeah, so will. so we traveled better though for sure. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We were there. They uh, they had the traditions that we don't have. That you know, did you from get perception gigs thrown in your face? Is that what they call it? We saw a couple of them. That's really literally the stupidest hand sign I've ever seen in my life. Is it? Really? Is it just this? Yeah, I'm, if you're literally not, just this. We're not a video yet. But it's a thumbs up. Just, we're sitting here doing thumbs, thumbs up. up like we're on fucking YouTube or something. But nah, it's just like, <laughs> we gig them. Yeah, oh, just, so you just gig them and you yeah. just kind of throw it back like you're hitchhiking. That's stupid. That's gotcha. so weird. It was the yeah. dumbest thing ever. Did you see, this is completely random, but. Nah, we like random. The Dana Holgerson got hired at Houston. He did, yeah. And you see the, his Twitter video? <laughs> yeah. Throwing like, the, the Houston sign is the shocker. Oh, it is! I did see that picture. Yeah, so it is two down and one. Yeah. Is that literally the Houston sign? Yeah, is that, he was he like, go Cougs, and he, I don't think he threw I don't the know that, I actually don't know what it means. Yeah. Like, I couldn't figure out, like, the semblance. Yeah. What, is there an H there? We're, we're still doing hand signals <laughs> without video here. Let's move on. Please. <laughs> so, no other saying uh, notes there. Beer was high. We outnumbered them. Were we louder or not so much once we got down? We were we were okay points? on third downs. And here's the, the yeah. main difference. We were talking about, like, I, I want to kind of say, like, some sort of crowd take. And I'm not trying to disparage Wolfpack Nation because for what we do and, and you know, our tradition level in football is yeah. not what – you know, the 12th man is at Texas A&M and all that kind of hoopla and, and pageantry around that. Right, right, right. Like, literally on first and second down while they're on defense, they're just as loud as we are on third down. While everybody in in our stadium or on our side it's is sitting, sitting on, our hands. on our hands. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so, I mean, it's just a different atmosphere. It's a different perception. It kind of goes back to what Evan's been talking to about, like, getting back into halftime or after the halftime, being in the game at the third quarter. I mean, it's a, it's an attitude and – kind of a culture change that as fans we've kind of got to embrace and accept as well. Just like, you know, kind of Dave is, is at least kind of bringing that culture a little bit to, to the football program. we kind of got to do our part as well. Yeah, he's trying, but I don't know if he can – I don't know if he can break the trend of pass-outs. I mean, it, the only way you're breaking that is, is – pass out, Evan, is pass-outs – are pass-outs ever going away? They have to. I mean, they're going to be – they're going to be gone. They're going to be gone at some point. As soon as legislation – you know, so I tweeted at Debbie this a couple weeks ago. She wasn't too happy with me. <laughs> did she not give you? Did she didn't smash the heart button on no, your No, she tweet? did not. She responded to me, but well, I can tell the tone was not. Uh, she was not too happy about it. You at least shot your shot on that, though. Yeah, yeah I absolutely. mean, my point was like, she said, "Oh, we're trying," or "How can we help?" Well, we're talking. It's legislation. Well, I'm sure of all the damn state alumni around here, 
somebody knows somebody in the legislation <laughs> that can say, hey, can we push this along? Or like, yeah. you know, so just maybe communicate that a little better. That was my point to her. Right, right, right. But this is the same guy that like gets likes and retweets from Dave Dorn. So <laughs> he's a Twitter star. Yeah, oh, I haven't told you that before. I did not know that. Double D like retweets his tweets. That's unbelievable, yeah. man. Congratulations. You just gotta say some nice things. The man like. gets RTs from DD all day. <laughs> oh, that's fun, man. So but, yeah, I watched that uh, Tobacco Road, which is a mistake. I already knew it was a mistake. God, I could have told I you. That. Yeah, because I haven't I, been back there since we lost to Kansas in the Sweet Sixteen. Ooh, I've watched two other state games there that we both lost. So I don't, I don't know why I went there. I'm, I'm probably the reason, so I'm sorry. We'll play Nation that's listening. I'm about to run out of places I can watch football. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Every place has bad mojo. I don't know where to go. We need, need to bring Jax, We need to bring Jax back. Yeah, yeah. Jax. Uh, the last game I saw there was Jackson. Uh, where was that? Not Mission Valley, but that little uh, shopping Mormon center. And Avent yeah, right for Avent Ferry. They need yeah. Jax. That, those are, that was a good time. I don't think I ever watched us lose a game there. I watched like the first half there, and then we got frustrated. Because our our seats were right beside the like Papa shots and stuff in Tobacco Row, and there was kids there, and the parents kept feeding them quarters, so they piped the game audio, you know, in the whole bar. But all I heard was just Papa shots, just kids hitting the backboard hard as hell over and over and over. So we left at halftime, and uh, and we went to a little dive bar, the Flash House. Shouts to the Flash House. And they had one TV, and I could barely see it. So I just didn't see from like the midway to the third quarter. I didn't see anything else. I mean, I didn't That's really either. Bad. So it's probably not. Yeah. yeah, I didn't miss anything. Yeah, yeah. you did not. Nobody but said. um, so we obviously don't want to talk about this Gator Bowl game because we just spent five minutes going around it. Yeah, just we don't. So we don't have to talk about it. I mean, we'll, we'll hit quick bullet points. I mean, fun first half, like Evan said, we, we were up. Uh, Super shouts to Chris Dunn. Can we all come away with a positive for Chris Dunn for the yeah. year? I know that's kind of a year-end thing, but... So here's my thing with Chris Dunn. Oh, my God. You have a negative Chris no, Dunn No, I thing? don't. I don't. I'm so glad we have a kicker, right? It's the first time since <laughs> I don't know how long. Um, Kiker, probably, was the last time we had a kicker. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but he's so good. Dunn is so good that Dorn... Like, it was the complete opposite last year when they knew they couldn't make anything. Yeah. And so they would be more aggressive. This year, they were too passive. Yeah, I agree. Getting the red zone. Kicking field goals in this early Texas A&M game. Yeah. It's the same thing in weight. Kicking those field goals early. Yep. Hosed us. And I... Because it was it was so so it was two in a row in the Gator Bowl that we kicked and I mean it, they were clean shots. That's great. Oh, he's good. He's, he's so good. Yeah, I love it. A forty nine yarder. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, but. Thinking against that offense that we know is explosive, like we need, we need sevens. When your defense is porous, to say the least, <laughs> you have to score. You got to score more than three, and so it was almost like they relied on it. They knew they had him, right? And so they they used him because he's that good. I, I just can't. Need, I, that can't be a trend though. Like you, you got to have coaches that can at least look back on the film on that and like say, look, our red zone offense is. It, it needs to be improved because it's great that we have a kicker that can always solidly get us a three, but you can't win with threes all game. Yeah. No, and I can't. think I heard on IPS's like pregame uh, podcast uh-huh. that uh, Texas A&M's rush or uh, red zone defense was trash. They like give up like eighty six percent of their like red zone trips ended in touchdowns or some crazy stat like that, and we're out there kicking field goals. Yeah. They had only given up five field goals all year, and we got two. So I ran it for wow, probably twenty minutes Sounds on like research just, today. Just when to I, podcast, I recorded man. today, and I, I have not listened to yours today, and I apologize. No, it's fine. It. I just went up, 
And I would I went on about twenty minutes about this whole thing, and it, it's you know it's what you're saying is I just I, I like I don't want them to become too comfortable with kicking field goals because right. you got to be more aggressive, and you're just you're not good enough to not be creative when you're playing a team like Texas A&M who's recruited top twenty five classes for like the last ten years. Right, and sure. we've done it for the past two. Thir- yeah, two, two, yeah, two. And, okay. and, and one of the, and, and one group just got on campus. Yeah, one yeah. Group. <laughs> yeah like, so one, you have one good recruiting class in like the last I don't know how many years. The uh, the only real highlights of the the game for me, I, I had the number one was uh, CJ's touchdown catch. That was yeah, just, that was pretty awesome. That was dirty, freaky yeah. athlete. How does he catch that one and, and then, then misses those third down? Drops <laughs> the third down ones that were right in front of the yeah. He's uh, looking for that sports center love, and then of course the I think we texted in the oh got a little village here making a mess on the island there. <laughs> the uh, and then of course I think we were texting in a group chat. I, I did the uh, all caps fat guy intercept yeah. fat guy pick is what I said. So, Big E, that was yeah. great. Yeah, that that was really the what I like from the game. I mean, Roseboro played his best half of the year too. Oh, he played so good. Half, yeah. yeah. Oh, what happened? Like what happened though? Like the second half, what happened? I don't know. All right, so my, you know, with the second half, so it it was the Notre Dame game all over again from last year. We're up, we're up fourteen to seven in Notre Dame. We're mm-hmm. up thirteen to seven here. They go in with a twenty-one to thirteen lead at half. We right, get the right, ball right. back. Start the third quarter with a pick six. And then give up the big play and the ball game's over. Yeah, I, mean, I think it was the, literally like that. Yeah. I think the last thing I saw was that pick six, and then I just kind of knew that it was just a snowball effect from there, and I didn't see much else. But that pick six, and I think one of the one of the other Finley picks is the same defensive play that Boston Kyle's got one on us. Yeah, and somebody else did where they. The guy walks up to the line and he drops him back in coverage, or they dropped an end back yeah, in coverage. Yeah, that was the pick six. Fucking Finley throws yeah. it right to his, right to yeah, him. Yeah. Like, that's what we have yeah. you on here for, because I don't the, that formation and stuff <laughs> is way past me. But yeah, the guy like went up and then went yeah. back and caught it. But yeah, that's it's, it's yeah. same exact thing. Like, so, <laughs> I'm I'm sure Elko, A and M defensive coordinator, saw that. I was like, yep, we're gonna get that one too. Yeah, uh, no third downs, dude. That's that's unbelievable. Yeah, in, in an entire game. Yeah, top. Yeah. Well, they were top five in the country in they third were down at, conversion. Not entering the game though, right? Or were we? Yeah, entering the still game. Still entering the game after yeah. the last. Okay, I thought we yeah, were I mean, like we played two. East Carolina. We went like yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, not getting any of them was unbelievable. Yeah, I could. I, yeah, yeah. That's probably, probably how ECU felt against us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We just got man, oh, man. Still mad about that field goal at the end of the ECU game, but mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Ryan Finley overall though just. He looked super man. shaky. Like he was. He was this is a very cliche thing to say, and I'm sorry for using cliches, but the dude looked like he was seeing ghosts out there. Like, I, don't, I don't know what it was. He wasn't. He wasn't comfortable. I don't know if you're not comfortable because you don't have Harmon or you don't have Drinkwitz. Yeah, right? I mean, I think it was that, and then like I don't know if it looked. I don't know that it actually looked like this from from the television, but it didn't look like he had a lot of time. Like he was, and and not in the sense that like. He had to get rid of the ball in a hurry, right, but he right, had to right. he had to escape the pocket. Right, they weren't having a clean pocket. He was, his receivers were not open at all. I mean, a lot of our third down plays were four yard when we need eight. Like, passes yeah, they were short because nobody was open. Yeah, the amount of times we down. threw short of the sticks was was I wanted to beat my head against the wall. Yeah, yeah, it was it, unbelievable, it was incredible. Yeah. I, I I couldn't believe that at all. 
the uh, the other thing is is that do you think that is there any part of him being timid at all because he knows this is his like showcase game for no, no? no. okay I, I really don't think so I think it was <clears throat> it was similar to the Clemson game I don't, like it was on him obviously but like, like I said the offensive line didn't play well yeah and so mean, he's yeah. running for his life I mean I don't know that we necessarily. Gave enough credence into the effect that Eli Ledford and you know those guys leaving before the season, Pratt or before the end of the year, Pratt. Yeah, we had talked last week know, about those guys. obviously the, the the Pratt and Harmon not being there, but I don't know that we gave credence enough to the fact that we lost some major coaches for us. That yeah. died we had us like the a grad assistant coaching the offensive line, or something. right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's a big thing, but um, overall, man. It is what it is. It is what it is. Nine wins. Yeah. Nine wins. We lost to an SEC squad that was way more talented than we are, if we if we put it. Speed was was really evident on the field. Speed was, on TV, you could see the speed difference. It was unquestioned who came out. Also, I feel like the effort was there more in Texas A&M. It's like they they came with their helmets. Right. Yeah. Strapped up. And I don't know that we did. I talked about this earlier, and, and this was somebody else had pointed this out. Yeah, that if you look back at the 2016-2017 recruiting classes. Yeah, twenty. I think it was twenty. If my math is correct, twenty people, twenty of the kids are not on the team. Twenty of your fifty guys are on the team. That that's, is that's a your crazy juniors, stat. That's your juniors and redshirt sophomores. Yeah. And so you're going against a team again like Texas A&M, who's Got all their players. Yeah. They've been recruiting well for a long time. They have the depth. Like, okay, that you can tell why you got outmanned. You yeah. Know? So, at that point, hey, it is what it is. You better hope – Norm better hope he gets another one of these classes so he has three in a row. Absolutely. And you get some players in there and you keep them. All right. So, yeah. So, overall, uh, it's just – what's up with football season? You guys happy? Not necessarily right now, but I think it will be in about two or three weeks. Back-to-back nine-win seasons for the first time in program history. Yeah. You can't not be happy about it. I mean, I'm it's fine. a disappointing ending, but I'm fine. you're going to look back at it, and just like you said, we're going to have nine wins. And we weren't favored to win the game. I mean, no, Vegas had a reason we weren't. I mean, Vegas had us like over and under seven and a half. Yeah. The weight game was, this is going to be the only one in the season that I'm going to remember, like. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll look back That's on the that most in disappointing five game. years and, and remember that piece of it. Yeah. And so. That, that, was, that was a heartbreaker. Yeah, it is what it is. You and see then, Joe Giglio, his yellow pad from... Gosh, yes, it killed me. No, I didn't. It I was from before the, the bowl game. And he he had, for I think it was the last 30 years, if I remember correctly. I thought it was 100. It, it was a long time. It was... Yeah. He looked back... <laughs> Joe's going back 100 years? That's a joke for that yellow pad. He had all the all the double-digit double win seasons from all the ACC schools... And he had them charted out, and at the bottom it's Wake, State, Virginia. Ugh. There was one other, and one other. There's four of us at the bottom. Yeah. You're like, that's got to put you in perspective on where the football program has been. Yeah, you've had one ten win season. So, so we had. I'm happy with two nine, nine years. Yeah, so I'm I'm yeah. happy as hell with two nine win seasons in a row. That's a that's a good start. And a quick look ahead to 2019 before we jump off football off the depressing notes of that game. <laughs> nine wins is not an expectation of next year's team. New QB, new offensive coordinator, O line losing three. Losing three. 
Two. Our defense should be better. Top two wide receivers. Top two wideouts gone. Three. Top really? Back. I mean, I mean, oh, Steph if you Lewis. Consider Steph Lewis a, a top three. Yeah, he's, he's going to. Yeah, let's yeah. hope he comes back. But if he not, then you're losing your your three main. Can guys Steph Lewis get a uh, next? Another he's applied for it. Did not know that. And then uh, it was Gillespie, your top rusher, your thousand yard rusher. Okay, is uh, so? Do you think any of the freshmen offensively are going to come in and, and replace like a rookie person? We're not going to replace them, but like Zonovan Knight's going to have to play because yeah. we don't. There's nobody else. Yeah, but you I mean, got you got Person, Penix, and and Zonovan Knight. Yeah, unless we can get Griffin to sign his letter of intent. They need they need him bad. If they don't get him, they they're going to have to get a grad transfer running back. And I mean, they just they have zero depth at running back. Yeah, and especially if Dorn wants to be a running team. Yep, that that ain't going to work. I know yeah. it does. Yeah, that's a that's a bad combination there. Yeah, who do we have? This is totally not knowing, Evan. You probably know who do, who's our like non conference next year. That's big. ECU open with ECU. Open ECU. I know that. That's West the game. Virginia. West Virginia. Go to West Virginia. Ball State. Yeah. Okay. And then there's some Western Carolina. Western thing. Carolina. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then we're home for we got Clemson here this year. Uh-huh. Yeah. Florida State away. At, yeah, at Florida State. Okay. At Georgia Tech with a new coach. Uh huh. Q's here. Um, we should probably look at the schedule. Carolina here. <laughs> right. At Florida State. You already Which said yeah, at Louisville. At, no, Louisville, Louisville here. here. Mm-hmm. And BC, BC on the road. BC on the road, yeah. So you guys be fine with after two nine-win seasons based on what's happened in 75? Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. you you have to expect a regression. Yeah. Right? When you have – When you're losing one of the best quarterbacks that we've had in program history, yes. Yeah. And Who's everybody around him? Yeah. <laughs> Who starts at QB next year? I mean, it's a crapshoot, but I'm I'm gonna guess Leary. I've I've been a, I've been a Leary guy since I've seen his highlights. His highlights are legit. Like his YouTube is legit. Yeah. I think it's Leary. A lot of people are saying Hawkman, but I mean, I don't so, think I don't think McKay gets it. I don't. I can't no, see McKay. Get McKay's it. not gonna get it. No. I, people are wondering why McKay got the time this year. The limited time that he did it, I'm almost certain that that's like one of Doran's like processes here. Like he did it, he right, knows right. next year's gonna be the competition. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, we'll put McKay in. We're not gonna get. We're gonna, Leary's got to do the scout team. He's got to earn his stripes, so to speak, because McKay did it the year before. Then yeah. move him up. I'm almost sure that's what happened. Okay. So football. Well, wait a minute. One more thing with football. With Jacoby. What do you think about him leaving early? Good that's a new. That's a new one. Good for him. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. He's so second year that I, I know I was reading someone posted on Twitter about you know this would be his you know his second full year, but if he were to you know stay next year, he could have gotten into you know Tory Holt level range, at least number of receptions that he would have gotten. So I mean, he's I won't say he's leaving. I guess he's leaving out his prime if you want to go based on potential. But I think I, mean, I was talking with my buddy. Uh, he has no choice to yeah. like, really. Yes, because I mean he's got a thousand yard receiving or receiving yards this year, like eighty some odd catches, and then we don't know who's going to be the quarterback next year. Yep. Yeah. I don't like, think he's he has to leave. I don't think he's hit his ceiling yet, though. Like I think I, I think he's got. He's only played wide receiver for two years. I mean, yeah. he's good. That he's was my really, obvious really take good. of the week, but <laughs> yeah. But I don't think he's hit his ceiling. That, but I think he needs to get into a system in the NFL that that is will cultivate. Good coaching wide receivers because I think he's got another level that he can hit, and yeah. he's going to be a sleeper. I don't, this means this is me not looking at any kind of draft projections, but like, what do you think, like sixth round? 
Yeah, fifth round, probably somewhere yeah. in that range. Fifth, sixth round. Yeah. So, yeah, good for him, man. Get your money. Did you? I don't know. I'm sure you might not have noticed you were at the bar and you were at the game, but I'm sure people who are who watched it on TV were t- were Rod Gilmore was calling the game, and Rod Gilmore's notorious for his his hot Russell Wilson takes, which he oh didn't didn't disappoint. Didn't disappoint. But please some, tell me this take rain on this rain this take on me right now. Oh, he he's calling he was. You know, call him a Wisconsin. I think of him as a Wisconsin quarterback. I was like, all right, Rod. The point that one that really got me, and this is just stupid. He said, "Oh yeah, Jacoby Myers is five uh, eight, one seventy. I'm like, he's six three. He's, stand- <laughs> he's standing like eye to eye with Ryan Finley. Like while you're saying this, he got his height and he's got his height and weight completely like wrong. A, fo- a half a foot. <laughs> like, <laughs> he got it from the Mighty Mike Leaks or Lux was- or whatever the hell that guy's name was. Today. Oh god, yeah, that In the was- Miami game." Oh, that guy was awful. Can we – I'm closing the book on football season. We're going to get into some packed pros moments here uh, next week. Talk about kind of how they've done the NFL, NBA. We're closing the book. It's been real, guys. Nine wins. We appreciate it. Let's talk about the basketball game that we all just watched. So it's fresh in our heads. I've got a lot of notes here because in the in the rundown I turned it into my personal blog so I can remember all the plays apparently. But um, so first off, the pack just got a huge road victory. Huge road victory. Play. I don't care that they just lost twice to Ivy League schools, Miami's who we're talking about, but a uh, giant thirteen and one. Best start, Kent. We just That's heard of the nineteen seventy four season. Holy crap! Is that? Dave that was Austin. a that was a national championship. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is that team was all right. <laughs> They're okay. Yeah, they had David Thompson. <laughs> I turned I mean, it on. I was at work. I turned it on uh, YouTube TV app on my phone, and first thing I saw was Brax hit a three, and then one, <laughs> one of the defenders or one of the Miami basketball players what is <laughs> his shoe came off, and then he started playing defense with one shoe in his hand. <laughs> On a possession, I miss that. Yeah, I was not paying. I guess good enough attention there. So yeah, he was he was literally like getting posted up, and he had one of his sneakers in his hands. That's awesome. <laughs> so that was I turned it on. I didn't get to see much of it. I was, I was working. Uh, I liked our blackout unis. Couldn't really see who was who. I'm still learning the players a little bit. But I was like, damn, I see their number, but their name is blacked out. I know that's C.J. Bryce, but I'm not sure about him. But uh, the uniforms are dope. What, what do you guys think about? Like, you guys watch a lot more now, Dick. I was, I was stranded. The first half was trash. <laughs> God Almighty, man! It was the worst first half that we've had. So all many turnovers. So many fouls. So many turnovers. We couldn't hit a shot. I think we shot like thirty-seven percent from the field in the first half. Uh, they were on fire from three. Yeah. yeah, and they kind of kept that going a little bit through the first 10, 15 minutes of, the, or probably like the first ten minutes of the second half too. And then they went ice cold and went on that like six or seven minute scoring or field goal drought. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, fouls, turnovers, and threes I thought were the story of the first half. They were hitting theirs, we weren't hitting ours. Uh, I think uh, Markel didn't start, which was kind of interesting. I didn't really see much on that on Twitter, but yeah, I've got him in a note. Markel's face on the back of a milk carton at halftime because <laughs> I didn't know where the hell he was at. I know Markel did some dumb shit in yeah, practice. We we already know that about Markel Johnson, but love the guy. You were still a snack. But he did some dumb shit, and he didn't get to play for the first half because of it, and they just didn't announce it. Yeah. Or he played four minutes, I think, is what they announced. Yeah, I mean, he started started the second half back in the lineup. Yep. Came out pretty much on fire, too. I mean, they came on a nice little run right after uh, 
right at the beginning of the second half, but then Miami answered it, took the lead. Um, it took us, uh, you know, some some big shots by Markel down the stretch. Uh, Devin Daniels played out of his mind. Um, Devin Daniels dropped at least – I know he had at least 18 last time I had heard, but the play of the game for me is the one that when you came in tonight, I was telling you about. He had a horrible turnover. There was, I'd say, less than two minutes ago, and he, he came in and he was, he was trying to do his AAU ball game that he plays from time to time where he just tries to go one-on-one against everyone. He does that a lot. He loves to do that. Yeah. And it worked for him a lot tonight, but he did that. He dribbled into a turnover like we did a lot tonight. But kudos to him. He came back on the other end and had a nasty swat to save his oh, shot. Yeah. And that was a, was a nasty block and, and saved that. And that's, that's basically what got us – after that after that block, we just – Took the, I mean, not just took the lead, extended the lead and, and yeah. kept it for the Hit our free throws down the stretch. That yeah, huge. absolutely. Um, the big thing that kind of stands out that we've got to get, like, I guess this is kind of a trend now that I'm going to call it, is that we turned the ball over way too God. much. Especially, like, unforced errors. Lots of them. You know, throwing the ball away, dribbling off your knee or leg or foot or whatever. But or just getting, your, too many just getting your pocket pick, I see a lot with this yeah. team. It's just like they're, they're dribbling and someone just comes around and it's just like, I did this in middle school. I didn't play middle school basketball. Maybe I just played in middle school. I wasn't good enough, just to be clear. But they were just coming around and just poked the ball out. Like, why are we getting their pockets picked? Yeah, that, we gotta we got to protect basketball a little bit better, especially going into this next one. Yeah. Uh, and, Evan, any concern in the rotations at all and playing these and, and, and playing so many guys and maybe not knowing the rotation quite yet or, or you're good with still just going 9, 10 deep and – I think that's why they won tonight. They they got ten deep, and Miami wasn't. They didn't get any of the loose balls in the game. Yeah, they, like, they, teams aren't. Their legs look a little weak. At yeah, the teams aren't be, aren't aren't able to run for forty minutes like right. the pack can. And I think that's. I mean, that shows. That shows up at the end of those games, and it, it's one of those things you like watched it early, and it was as bad as we could have played. Yeah. And as good as they could have played. And those never line up. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to put that together in the second half. So, you knew it was going to get a little bit closer. The only thing that, you know, was really getting me was just – and I hate to be that guy, but we're all that guy, I guess. It's just Teddy Valentine is the worst freaking official I've ever seen in my life. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, uh, we had him, Teddy. like, two out of the last three games. Yeah. He's so – I don't Teddy understand. is trash. I hope you're listening to you, Teddy. You're like, they garbage. just, like, got – they're basically getting cheated out of that first half, mm-hmm. and I just can't believe. Like that's the that's the thing. I'm like, like, all right, is this going to maintain the second half, or is this going to level out? The fouls were like 25 to four at one point. Yeah, and I, I know think it, it closed the gap a little bit at the end. Yeah, it, it throughout the end. I know when, when I got home tonight and turned it on, it was like 31 to 14. Yeah, like as far as free, as far as free throw attempts. Oh, yeah, 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 that's free throw attempts. Funderburg's fourth foul. Was most the most egregious one I ever seen. <laughs> Dude goes up for the like half layup jam and throws a bow at Funderburk and like knocks him down. They call a foul on Funderburk. They go to the tape to see like did Funderburk throw the elbow? Oh, they, they realized they it reviewed the it. Guy. Yeah, and they're like, well, it's still Miami shooting free throws. They're like, come the fuck, like come on, guys. <laughs> that one in the CJ Bryce charge in the first half. Yeah. Oh, that one was awful. That's the one that I had the whole rant on because uh, Chris Lights was just. Playing this lockdown, oh, freaking driving this lockdown people, D. Man. Apparently, they call it lockdown D. But he's he's just oh. bump, he's just bumping the guys. He's yeah, just, he's playing them two inches away from them. You can't help but have a little bit of contact, and they're calling every piece of contact. They call one of they called the charge on Braxton in the first half. Yep, 
which they normally do if like they extend the arm. Braxton just had his arm up, like defend the <laughs> ball, and you know, likes jumps back and they call the charge. And Bedford is like shaking his head, like, oh, man, what did I do? Yeah, I and then I think the the third, and I've got that here on the rundown is that the third win. Third on DJ, where he literally went for a tie-up, which is yes. every college player does. Yeah, and they like they, they called a foul on that. He, he he just reached his arms around like the ball. Over and hold he the leaned ball over and just touched the ball, and that was a foul. The, 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 the announcers are like, "Well, what's, whose possession is it?" And like, "Oh, it's a foul on NC State." <laughs> like, like, okay, you just put your arms up and say, "All right." Yeah, I, I, I really thought they were going to get cheated out of that game again, like I, similar I to the too. Wisconsin game. Yeah, I did too, but. They but guess what? Here, man. Thirteen and one. Fuck yeah, it's awesome. unbelievable. Man. And we got a little atmosphere coming up on. Are we Tuesday talking night? Are we going up on Tuesday? We'll be there. Okay. Yeah. We will be there. You go. I'll be at home. Okay, Evan, you're gonna give us the home report. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be in attendance. Uh, Kent and I bought a ACC five pack of games with some good ones. Carolina was the highlight nice. of that one. Got so. Carolina, UVA, MVT in it. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So we'll be there for that Tuesday nights at 9 o'clocker? Tuesday at 9. Yes, oh, sir. yeah. Do you want to, are, we, are we on the tailgate squad like we usually do, or are we going to go and be adults in the craft beer bar? Are we going to tailgate? I don't know. We'll see. Let, me, let me check. I, I, I was kind of hoping for the craft beer bar. Okay. You're getting old. I like that. So I can watch the you know pregame and all that kind of stuff on the court. So Carolina, Tuesday night. What's uh Evan? Give me your. Have you watched? I've, I've watched one Carolina game and like a half of it this season. What's your overall take on them besides that they're trash? I mean, I, I'm or a trash school, not a trash <laughs> basketball team, by the way. I don't. I mean, I, I'm similar to to you guys. Like, I watched football until yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I want to watch football. Yeah. I'm not ready for basketball season. Yeah. I watched a little bit of Carolina. They're fine. They're the same as they always are. Mm-hmm. Um, they're inconsistent. Very. Uh, Luke May should have gone pro. He's not as good as he was last year. He's not had a great year. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I don't know much way. about him. They're I beatable. Can, I will tell you that Luke May will have like twenty four. Oh, least for sure. Oh, he'll have a career game. Twenty four and eight or twenty four and twelve against us. Yeah, yeah. At least no but, doubt about it, man. He he uh, he loves playing us. Like, hateability of their roster, though, is is Luke Mays number one, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Carolina's lost, what, four times? And they're still ranked in the top ten? Yeah. You, like, I come on now. They're 15 now, right? Did they drop a little bit? They dropped to 15, I think. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, God forbid. Four, <laughs> four times and they're yeah. 15. <laughs> they're not Pax, happy about that. Pack 13-1 and they're 18. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that, that works out. There's a climb coming, though. So, um, I would say Luke Mays number one. Nasir Little, number two, anybody? Well, if he was uh, playing a little bit better, maybe. Yeah. And he struggled down the stretch. He's probably, again, going to have a huge game. Against yeah, Little's going to go for 34 against us, yeah. probably. That's the one. It'll be interesting to see how our bigs play against him. Yeah. Yeah, I agree completely. And if we can – I think we can stay out of foul trouble at home, hopefully, depending on the referee. Yeah, let's hope they're calling it a little bit uh, looser than they did tonight. Yeah. I hope we don't get the reputation as – You've heard, like, I'm sure you all heard this one it's a couple of years ago, maybe last year. Yeah. Like, Carolina just doesn't foul. Like, one of the, one of the officials said, well, Carolina just doesn't foul like that. <laughs> they, so, really? Roy, Roy just coaches them not to foul. Yeah, like, okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. Tell me they just, they, they foul less. And you're saying we we don't need to get the reputation. That's where I was opposite. going with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. We're already getting that reputation. 
Yeah, because so, we press. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think hustle. the uh, I think the the environment is going to be insane. So <clears throat> Ken and I were at the Auburn game as we said last week, but the Auburn atmosphere was. One it was awesome. Of, yeah, it was good for a non-conference. It game. was extremely hyped for that. So if we can take that and oh, it always is. It doesn't it, matter it, how good we are, how bad we are. It, it's going to be loud in there. Can I do my PSA for the game? PSA, go. Ken's got a PSA, everybody. Uh, if you're a uh, NC State season ticket holder and you are married to, date, or are best friends with a UNC fan, do not take them to the game on Tuesday night. We don't want to see any of that light blue trash in there. <laughs> Please don't do that. Don't sell your tickets. Don't take them. Tell them to watch it on TV at home. We don't yeah. want to see them in there. The atmosphere should be should be pretty crazy though. You can give us a follow up report on that. I'll probably watch it DVR of it if we win. Yeah, if we win. <laughs> if, if not, I'm just gonna delete it. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, so, uh, limiting. I think you said Kent. You had a, a quick piece on as far as what are the kind of the keys to win. Is well, I think rebounding is something that surprisingly we've been pretty well at this year. Yeah. Without playing but one big guy, <laughs> right? You know. But that's something that Roy's teams have traditionally just like trounced us in. Yeah. Um, and, and especially in the games that UNC's won and won big, they've killed us on the boards. Right. Um, so we're going to have to – we don't have to win the rebound battle, but we got to keep it close. Uh, we got to keep them off the offensive glass for sure. Score um, predictions? I'm not finished with my takes. <laughs> Finish your trash tape. How much? What, what are we? We're we going too long or something? You no, we got plenty. Of, we got plenty of time. Evan uh, said he's here until at least midnight tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, no, the only real the other thing I was going to say, we have to have Torn Doran play better. You mean Draymond, Draymond Green? Yeah, yeah. Those two guys have got to. Yeah. They've got to show up. To he hasn't beat. played well last couple of weeks. Yeah, we Torn, had a bit of a yeah. Torn sight in, in the second half down the stretch. He started to make some baskets for us, but. We need that guy to to really be successful. We need him, and we need CJ Bryce to score points. What's we, his role? That's what that's what I like to see. Like, what is he trying to do? Like, we don't need him to be a scorer. We need him to play defense and get some rebounds. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Do the dirty shit. Yeah, yeah. But he needs to get like nine to eleven points a game. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I want Dorn to drop fifteen. If he can get 15 every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh. And CJ's got to hit this three. Like that guy's three point shooting. I don't. know. It might be it's just me and the eye test, but it doesn't lie. The guy's hitting on much. No, I agree with that completely. Uh, and can we start Markel? Maybe. Let's just hope he, he's stupid. Markel, yeah, please come on now. Actually, if he's gonna come off the bench and drop twenty in the second half, yeah, yeah. we'll go with that. Yeah, maybe just save, that. maybe yeah. just save his legs. Maybe he gets dehydrated like C.J. Leslie used to. Oh god. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. So yeah, what do we want to go flip to the prediction? Yeah, uh, Evan, you start, man. You're the yes. So, what's your uh, Pack's gonna your... win? Pack's gonna win. It's gonna be like 94 87 or something like that. I mean, this is gonna be no defense, it's gonna be a high score game. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna go Wolfpack, of course. I can't pull against them, can I? Well, you can pick against them, but you wouldn't pull against them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, did I say pull? I meant pick. Yeah. I'm gonna go a little lower score than Evan goes. Uh, official take 87 82. Good guys, Wolfpack. To be clear, yeah, I'm poking the pack as well. That's dope. Um, that hat is so dope. That's the Gator Bowl hat featured on our Instagram at Fire Ice Pack Five. Yeah, I got like 50 likes and we had like 19 people following us. I don't know how that happened. That hat got <laughs> mad heart <laughs> smashes. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I'm picking the pack too, though. I think that they roll. Uh, I like Evan's score of about 92 for us, uh, 88. Okay, 
yeah, I think we roll. Uh, I think it'll be back and forth, competitive game throughout. Markel makes some plays down the stretch. Hell yeah. Dude, when did he learn to shoot, man? Dude, I don't know, but he needs to keep <laughs> he shit up. Been, just lighten it up. Yeah. God, that that has been great. So, um, but yeah, it, I'm ready for basketball, man. Ready Hell yeah. for the basketball season I'm to pumped. come on and glad ACC season started and And we started off with a dub. Let's just hope Kevin Keats stays a winner, yeah. What does tying this in? What Shoot does Dave Dorn have to do to get the buy in that Kevin Keats has right now? <laughs> God. Kevin Keats is He needs to work on his shoe game. Yeah, he's got to get better shoes. <laughs> is, that what, is that what it is? I feel like Dave Dorn rocks those like uh, new, not the not the good 574 new balances that I rock, just to be clear, but like the 993s, it's like the granddad new balances on the sidelines. But it, maybe not, I don't know. Maybe get the I shoe, don't know, get man. The shoe game I, it's tough with 12, 13 guys versus... Sure. It's, I think it's that, and I also think it's like, like, like Keats has bad games in in his you know his his year and a half here. Sure, but it's also disguised in thirty games in a season. Yeah, it's you a know, lot like He has a bad loss. It's not like the Wake Forest loss that just stands out. That's right for one, but then he's also knocking people off. And it's four and one against top ten, or yeah. five and one against top ten now. That boy does research. Yeah, that was gonna be my open. That was gonna be my closing line. I ruined your research free <laughs> podcast. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, I think part of it's that. I mean, we got to win games. But here's the thing, man, and because we, I've been hearing this criticism about Dave for a while. It's like he can't win the big game. Well, Tom O'Brien could win the big game, but then he win the rest of them. Yeah. Like we go seven and five, but we beat like the right. number two team in the yeah. country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd rather so be nine and three. Yeah, well, absolutely. You know, and and build and continue the build, and I think that's what Dave's doing. I'm all in for Dave, but that's just, I'm a little bit more of an optimist than most. I think we all are. That's I mean, it's the general nature of a state fan. Like yeah, this is the year. Yeah. <laughs> Every year. Well, I don't think next best year starts in seventy four. We're yeah. going to the final four. Next year is. I don't know about all that. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. uh, should we go six pack? Yeah, we got to get the six pack up. We got a six pack in. We got a Kent. Do we get a? We got we got several, and and I apologize to everybody who put the questions out this year this week, but we're only going to hit one. We had a surprise guest, and we're running a little long, so we're just going to hit. The uh, question from uh, D3 Shaw. Uh, shouts to David from back in our hometown trying to uh, trying to get on the show. David's uh, a uh, new listener, and uh, last what was it last football game we were at? We saw him. He was like, "Yeah, I got I got you a new follower." <laughs> so he's spreading the word. I appreciate it. Yeah, David. mad shouts. To David. That, that's all we need. We, we um, need to go viral. So he asked us to do a six-pack about the most uh, impactful transfers, both inside and outside of the program, uh, in our basketball program. And I guess part of that comes from our, our current roster, where of our 10 players, <laughs> we have one, They're two, <laughs> three. I mean, we'll count Beverly as a transfer, four, Funderburk. Uh, it looks like we have... Um, Eight out of the ten transfers. Yeah. Eight of our ten guys are transferred. That is, if we count Braxton. Yeah, we count Braxton. Yeah, as that's, a transfer. That's incredible. It's unbelievable. That's uh, uh, the only two guys who are not are Helms and Markel. Really? Yes. I like Helms. He's gonna be good. I, I love Jericho. He's, he's, he's got a dope name. Yeah. That's the only two that are not man. It's unbelievable. 
he's probably the guy that I expected the I don't know, I guess I expect the least out of when he comes off the bench though, he's like a spark plug. He comes yeah. in, he's like, he just hit two threes back to back. I didn't even know he could hit threes. Yeah, and his game tonight was probably I mean it was a little not so good. Yeah, not so much tonight, <laughs> but I, I think he's gonna get there. Yeah, I mean I thought his his effort yeah. in Auburn game, yeah, I mean his absolutely. defensive you know, prowess. The other person we didn't hit on tonight uh was Blake Harris, transfer mm. from Missouri who did he play at all? He didn't. I don't think he played at all. I, Why I, didn't they put him in a little on the, on dice likes? Yeah. I was I was trying to search that on Twitter. The only thing I could find is that they put ice on his hip against Loyola Maryland, whatever yeah, the team played. Yeah, the fucking Loyola. Uh, and put yeah, they put ice on his hip in the last four minutes, and he didn't come back in the game. I'd like to see him chase around that little dude. Yeah, oh, I thought yeah. that. I mean, he's our best on the ball defender, so a lot of people were saying that on Twitter. That, that little dude's sick, but he did seem like he kind of gassed out at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. but. He is career high, though. Shouts to him. Yeah. Kingmakers, man. Yeah, we're we're kingmakers. Wolf, we love to give you a career high. Just play us. We give you a career Backup high. Backup quarterbacks and <laughs> little point guards, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, top six uh, most influential. Um, can, I, can I just kick it off? Yeah, go for it. I'm going with my boy, ACC Player of the Year, correct me if I'm wrong, Trevor Lacey. I can't oh, remember. Yeah. yeah, he was ACC Player of the Year. That's like the first one we've had since Hodge, I believe. Trevor Lacey is so Warren. good. He was, he was, after, uh, was he War- after or before Warren? Warren was after. Remember. Warren was after. Okay. So I think we had like Lacey, then whoever, and then Warren. Barber was in between. Cat Barber was in between. Yeah, but not ACP. And he should have won, but Eric Green won that year. Yeah, I remember that. That was a robbery. Yeah. Well, Green Vir- had Green had nasty. Virginia season. Tech was like 6 and 50 or whatever they were. Yeah, but they gave it to Eric Green. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Trevor Lacey. Uh, Trevor Lacey came in and obviously AC Player of the Year, but he was just he was from the clutch. start. So he came out. He had that Godfrey love from Alabama is why yeah. we got him. Yeah, but he he had so many key games. I can't remember what game it was that he dropped like thirty seven. It was against. I feel like it was against a rival. I don't know if it was like a Carolina or something like that. But I, I remember he dropped like he was thirty six or thirty seven. That was like the game. I was like, all right, this is that dude. And he is clutch, man. He was so clutch. And he also uh, did. He graduate or did he leave in year he early? early? He yeah. left a year early, yeah. But that he was, was like twenty four or something. Yeah, he was like that. Thing, he was twenty five. He was yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a little longer. He's in yeah. Europe. He transferred kind of out too to Europe because yeah. he didn't get drafted. So <laughs> um, <laughs> we've had a few guys like that. Well, if you want to count those, that's gonna open up. That, that <laughs> no, open it up. Open it up. Do you want to go or you want me to go? I'll give you one if you're if you want to count guys that left early that shouldn't have. Yeah, do it. Josh Powell. Oh, and Cedric Simmons. They both left back to back. Both did have NBA careers, though. So let me give you that. Lacey did not touch the NBA at all. Yeah, that's fair. But their NBA careers were very mediocre. Dude, if you had Powell on that team the year after he left, they would have been so much better. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They didn't have any big guy. Yeah, they didn't. That's actually really good. I didn't even think about that one. I'm going to go Nate McMillan. Oh, bring it back. Yeah, I mean, he led. <laughs> Going dude, way back. Dude Dude transferred in from what, Chowan or Chowan, however you pronounce uh-huh. that name. Oh, yeah, in uh, Charlotte or West Carolina. Who, who knows where it's yeah. at, but led us to back-to-back Elite Eights in the 80s. I mean, Trevor Lawrence or Trevor Lacey didn't do that. No, he got us into a sweet 16, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, name of Millen. Um, I'm going to tell you my favorite transfer out ever, and this is not to the Euros, is Ryan fucking Harrow. <laughs> Dude, the mixtape superstar. Mixtape superstar oh, Ryan Hero. That transferred to, of all places, Kentucky? Yeah. Kentucky. And then he ended up transferring from Kentucky yeah, to like he did. Georgia he, State. Yeah, he did. Georgia yeah. State. Uh, was he, he was on that like really good Georgia State team, right? Like, he was? Yeah, he okay. was. 
Yeah, I, I remember he was just kind of a baby to me. Like he was he was very soft. I mean, he weighed 120 pounds, but so he was soft in that sense. But I remember was it like the press conference where they introduced Got and he was like in the front row and he was just slumped down. Yeah. And he was just just super dead body language. It's like ever since that picture of him, I was like, man, get on to Kentucky, man. You're not going to do anything. So that's that's my one. I'm like, man, we're glad you're gone. Man, I didn't think about that one. That's a good one. That is a good one. You got any more? Oh, I mean, God, you, I can think of a lot of guys that left. Rodney Purvis. Ooh, oh, I didn't even have him on the list. The I didn't even think about Purvis. That's a good one. Adam Harrington. Yeah. Uh, great White Hope. See ya. <laughs> nah, White dude. Hope. If you he had was... him, if you had him and like, because he would have been on the team with like Hodge and mm-hmm. Rundy. Yeah, he would have. Like, the team would have been lit, man. Yeah. What of the... He was supposed to be the second coming when he came in. I remember the the hype around him. Did you guys miss Tyler Lewis when he left? All right, so explain to me, and I can probably answer this myself, but Tyler Lewis and Braxton Beverly. They're both little white kids. Right. Beverly is much more adapt to ACC play than Tyler Lewis. Yeah, Yeah. Tyler Lewis was soft. Is that or is that he couldn't shoot? Oh, he also had no three ball at all. He could hit a hell of a runner. There we go. That's the bush light, y'all. Uh, <laughs> he had a hell of a runner, and uh, that's about it that I can remember him. But I just they, he, they they touted him as like like you said, the next great white hope that was the the point guard of the future, and he had flashes. But I mean, to see him go, I wasn't nah, I wasn't crying in my pillow. Nah, I would love to see these guys, these guys like Harrow and Lewis and some of these other guys under Keats as opposed to. Sydney Lowe. And yeah. yeah. You, and that I'm sure part of it's coaching. Drastically yeah. different, yeah. I'm going to go off the radar for my last one. Go ahead. Deshaun Painter. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, yeah that, that was a big one. Him, sad story, though. Yeah, it was a terrible, sad story. That was health-related, though, right? It was, it was, it was like family character. hardship, and he went to ODU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he was just starting to get good, too. He was just he starting was. to get good. That next year, we still won. Like we were still like eleven and seven, or made an NCAA tournament. Yeah, but to have that but extra to have body him in there that could score. Yeah, yeah. because he he really had, came on towards the end of that junior year. Yeah, that it was a sad situation, but it would have been nice to have that guy here. Can I hit some honorable mentions too? All right, let's go HMs. That's short for honorable mentions. All right, we got Martin Twins. Yeah, that dude yeah. Nevada tearing it up. Yeah, could you imagine having those guys last year in Kevin Keat system? Mm-hmm. God, the they wings. would play hard for Kevin Keats. <laughs> or if they didn't, they'd just sit on the pins. Uh, you got you got Al Freeman. Oh, man. Al Freeman, he was a love-hate. He had his games that he would drop 30 on you, but that dude loved to just pop some. He'd just take the ball on the court, and all of a sudden, oh. It took him a little while to figure out what he, he did, was good He did, but once at. he got in his groove, that, that was a, that's a good call. I didn't think about him. Terry Henderson. Terry Henderson. Love me some Terry. If Terry hadn't got – he should have gotten that six oh, year, that's, too. That was well, such BS, the, man. We should, the six-pack next week should be epic hose job by the NCAA <laughs> for the Wolfpack. Table that because we got, we got a 12-pack for that one for yeah, sure. Yeah, that, that's, uh, a, that's um, one You mentioned one of me that, that we're going down memory lane right now, but uh, I love, love, love some Ross and Turner. Yeah, Ross and Turner. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ross and whatever it is. Whatever, but yeah. Turn up, that dude would hit – so many clutch threes. That dude could shoot. I've got two more that we haven't mentioned that I jotted down on the drive. <laughs> um, uh, Yurt Seven. Eh. We could have used him right now. I think it, with the, the really I'm, I'm, the lack of depth yeah. that we have at the five position, 
with Ian Steer leaving up and Manny Bates being hurt, I think we I mean, probably have, I'd rather have Yurt than Wyatt Walker. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, if, we're, like, if we're actually going like to accept yeah. Blurrick and run as, yeah. as opposed yeah. to Yeah. He and didn't show me much in, in, with, in Keith's system, though. So, I mean, I yeah. I mean, there, we already saw what he could do. And it would just well. been nice for that depth, especially tonight when, when uh, Thunderbird goes out with four foul, or five fouls with four minutes left and we have to play Wyatt Walker down the yeah, stretch. That's Fun fact, Georgetown is like, Five and twelve or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Are they terrible? They're not good. Yeah. yeah. Last one, Cincinnati stud, Kyle Washington. Oh, Ooh. you were a big Kyle Washington. I was a huge guy. Kyle Washington. You were a guy, big one. That elbow, guy. that elbow jumper. He got really good after he left. He did. <laughs> he got think, Cincinnati. He got. I really think good. in that situation that Godfrey chose poorly. Yeah. Over yeah. And and pretty much gave BJ the minutes over him. And yeah. Just didn't have enough mouths to feed there. In the post. Do you think BJ Anya goes to sleep dreaming of the left-handed jump hook he hit against LSU? <laughs> I go to sleep dreaming of that. That was one of the most, that's like, the most magical yeah. NCAA moments we ever that's had. It's like two percent chance he makes that in practice. Yeah. <laughs> so we used to call we used to, we we like to we like to throw like NBA uh, comparisons out, and we used to sit there in the stands calling PJ baby Shaq just based on the way he dunked the ball. Yeah. It, the way he dunked it kind of brought it up. It looked like the Shaq shoe look. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those yeah. Shaq shoes are trash, by they the way. Trash. <laughs> they were super trash. But. Any more transfer? Oh, I can go way back. Like Marshall Williams, he was really good and he left to go to um, – I'm going crickets on that one. I don't know that one. Marquette. What was, the guy that, what was the guy that went to Athens? Josh Davis. Josh Davis. Josh Davis. That was a big one. You you were a big Josh Davis yeah. guy. I remember that. And he played one. pretty well. I think he went to Tulane and he played pretty yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was weird. He he ended up averaging like 20 and 10 at Tulane. Like this guy and we thought we were going to get point. another shot at him as a grad transfer. Yeah, yeah I remember that. I was like, oh, come on back yeah. to the way yeah. man. Yeah, that was strange. Yeah, that was a, that was one. Uh, Justin Flat. Who's a shooter, yeah. probably, and uh, Herb Sendak. What about... Um, How about uh, Tony Bethel? Oh, we forgot yeah. about some of the... Uh, Tony Bethel good. came in, uh, like, 05, 06. I tried to block out those years. Yeah. yeah. He came from, like, Georgetown or something like that? Yeah. I mean, you're wrong. You St. John's. St. John's? Somewhere up in that. Yeah, yeah, you had your Alex Johnson. Trevor Ferguson. Yeah, we had a lot of guys. The Big Red. In. Yeah, I remember T first. So, any of the guys that we currently have that are transfers that should make the top six or could make the top six? All of them. Any of them? Devin Daniels. Devin the way Daniels. I think Devin Daniels is going to get there. Yeah. I, mean, I love Eric Lockett. He's great in, in, in spaces. We're going to have him for one year, and I, he's good as a rental, but I don't I don't know that anybody else is yeah. can be. Thunderbird. Thunderbird's going to be good by the time he's done. Yeah, Thunderbird. Yeah. Did, did, you, three, did you see that he three splash tonight? Yeah, yeah, he can stroke it. He hit this free throw, so you know he can shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I never worry about him going to free throw line because he had those. He got flagrant one, which mm-hmm. is kind of a BS call that we got. But he got uh, he hit. Well, he only hit one or two, but that first one he shot was dope. was dope. Yeah. So that's it, uh, dude. We gotta get out of here. We're gonna get out of here, but I want to thank Evan for coming by. Absolutely. Man. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having. Please us. follow him at. Red. You probably already do. Yeah, yeah, you probably already do. <laughs> do you want to you, give your can plug? Can you plug your show on all your social no, media? No, my, my, my closing plug is if Kyle, it's for Kyle. If Kyle is listening, I'm, I'm testing him. If he listens, let us know, Kyle. Kyle's not. Kyle's not. Well, I don't how about know. He said he was. How he about he he's also, giving me, no, he's also, giving me a couple of cases they have. His right. Twitter, he, he responded to us on Twitter today. I said, can you give me a six-pack? And, you just said and no. he said no. Kyle, you're an asshole. Yeah. Love you, though. What a dick. We're going to get out of here. This he is Evan. Plug, oh, you don't want to oh, plug? Yeah. Oh, plug it up. Red White Podcast on Twitter. You can find it. That's where 
That's where all my links are. That guy's retweeted by Debbie Yao, Dave Dorn, and probably Sidney Lowe if he's not in jail for tax evasion. <laughs> Jeez, man. There goes Will off the rails. So that's, that's the it only took us 59 to... minutes for me to go off the rails. All right, let's get uh, it over 460. What? Let's, let's get the hell out of here. I'm tired of hearing y'all's voices. Damian Wilkins. We out this bitch. That's a good one. <laughs> Just throwing it in there. Stay hungry, y'all. <laughs>